Hey guys, <clears throat> welcome to the second episode of the Life Finance and In Between podcast with me, your host, Eddie Thomas, brought to you by Wealth Management Services here in Hershey, PA. And so today, guys, this is just the intro. So today, what we get into, start off with uh, some future plans for content and what that might look like. And I apologize for not getting this out in August, but I tell you the story, so don't worry. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to share and you'll hear when you, when you're in the episode, what the new content's going to be and, and what that's going to look like. And then we go through the, uh, slight remodels of the office. See if you think, see if you can kind of tell what's new and what's not. Um, and I just get into some life stuff. I talk about golf and how I suck. That's a work in progress. And then I talk about football and I'm super excited for that. And I go through all that. And then we get into cryptocurrencies and we have a pretty in-depth discussion around the company adoption of cryptocurrencies and how exciting that is and what companies are at the forefront of that. And I only mentioned two, I know there's more, but I'd, for the sake of the time, I only mentioned two. And then we talk about Bitcoin as a currency and what that looks like and then Bitcoin as a storage of value and what that looks like. And then I talk about the store, the, the blockchain technology in general um, and, and kind of where that can go, where I think it might lead us, but we still have some ways to go. And you're going to hear me go through that as well. So sit back guys. I hope you enjoy the episode. I'm excited to get, get going here and have a better September than I did August with regards to recording, but I won't take up too much of your time now. So, all right guys, I'll see you. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the episode. Where should we start? So if you're looking at, if you're watching the video of this, you're going to see behind me on the wall, I have some new art back there. And I didn't think Moffs looked too full with what was back there. It was like a, it's right here, but it's a pirate's small little picture. And so I thought that looked really cool. And so we, me and my girlfriend put it up and it was a pain. It was a pain to do so, um, but it was good. It was awesome. And if you're not watching the video side of this, all it is is just a five-piece picture of New York City at night. And so you see all the lights and everything, and it's it's pretty sweet. Um, and then the other other addition to the office was that little plant you see behind me, taking care of that. Um, for the people that got me that, you know who you are. I appreciate it. And so other than that, guys, I have to apologize to you. Um, I wasn't able to get this out in August. I'm currently recording. It's September 2nd, right before the holiday weekend. So if you're watching this after, hope you had a good weekend. But I wasn't able to get this out in August because I recorded an entire episode, did the editing, did all that, and then had to make some tweaks on it. And I, by the time I was done making the tweaks and the edits I had to, I just figured it was easy, easier just to take a little bit and then record a brand new one with some new segments in it and, and new information to go through. So apologies for not getting this out in August. Wasn't for a lack of trying. It was just unlucky, really, on my end. But that's not to say September is a very exciting month, at least for myself. And as far as building this brand goes and doing some marketing for wealth management services and building the life finance and in between podcast and just my own personal brand. And the reason being is because this month I'm going to start at least at least one new project and then potentially two. The second one's kind of boring. It's just a blog to accompany these. So we'll see if that comes out. It should. But the second, the first one I mentioned was I'm actually really excited for. And so it's another video audio format. And what I'm going to call it is a commute. And so if you listen or you follow the newsletter, I sent this out or I'm about to soon, 
and it goes through what that is. But I was explaining on the podcast as well what it's going to be. And I bought the equipment today. It got delivered today. So I'm excited for it to get back and, and see what it looks like. But I got this mount for my windshield where I can kind of plug my phone onto the mount. I'm, it's not going to distract me from driving or anything like that. But I'm just going to scroll my phone for this content. I'm going to see one thing I want to talk about. It doesn't matter if it's business, finance, sports, life, whatever it may be. I'm going to see one piece of content that I want to talk about for the next, it'll be five to 15 minutes. Some episodes may go longer, shorter, who knows. And I'm just going to ramble on about it. And I'm just going to give you my raw, uncut reaction to whatever it is that I just read. And and for the most part, I'll probably try to keep it more towards the, the business side of things. But also, it's my it's personal brand. So I'm definitely going to delve into the sports side of it as well and, and just other life stuff that's going on. But I'm super excited because of how spontaneous it's going to be, how I'm just going to get in my car, hit record, and then see where the the episode takes me and see what kind of ramble I can go on. And, and if you guys enjoy it, I, uh, I'm looking forward to making a bunch more, but I'm going to try one out later today or tomorrow and, and see how that goes. Um, other than that guys, September is going to be, I mean, it's the end of summer. Uh, my mom's birthday is in a couple of days, so I'm excited for that. We get to go down to uh, Delaware for the weekend to celebrate the holiday weekend, but also it's obviously great being with my mom for it. So that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Gift wise, I'm getting her some TV stand that she personally requested. So wasn't too thoughtful this time around, but uh, I mean, she requested it, so it can't go wrong, right? I know it made it easy on my dad. That's for sure. But so that's what I'm doing this week. I'm just going down to Delaware for the long weekend, leaving tomorrow, the third, coming back Monday, and then back to work on Tuesday. Um, so I want to record this tonight and then get it in edit it get it in tomorrow hopefully get it approved and then next week early next week be having that sent out and then by the end of next week i'd really like to start the uh the new projects that i'm working on like i just said so keep an eye out for those as well but enough with the uh kind of maintenance there with what's going on um life topics and, and what's been happening in my life really not too much at all uh, playing a golf here and there if you know me or we've ever talked about golf, you know, I suck because I'm not afraid to say that I'm not very good. I'm working on it, but very slow, slow couple year process of being uh, not a great golfer. Bogey, double bogey, mostly double bogey golfer. And it is what it is. I try not as hard as I could, I guess, to get better. I think I need new clubs, honestly. If you golf, you know that probably doesn't do anything. Uh, but it sounds good. Just saying I need new clubs. That'll make me better. Maybe take like 10, 15 strokes off my golf game. So I'm going to I'm gonna maybe scoop those up by the end of the year, but probably not. Probably not. I don't play enough to justify it. Other than that, what's going on? Staying on the sports topic, football is starting a week from now. And if you've been in my office before, behind the camera is a an Arrowhead painting. And if you don't know what Arrowhead is, it is the stadium of the Kansas City Chiefs, my favorite football team. And yeah, I, li- I obviously live in Hershey. I'm a Pirates fan, Penguins fan, and somehow the Chiefs snuck in there. I have a story for it. Um, so when I was growing up, my dad was a Chiefs fan or is a Chiefs fan to this day. And so I was just pretty much following his footsteps with every sports team I took on. And so growing up, and I might put this in the YouTube part of it, but I have this picture with my dad where I might be three years old, four years old. I'm not really sure. Maybe younger than that. But I'm wearing a number 58 Derek Thomas jersey. And he's 
um, next to me. And he's wearing the same jersey, and that's probably the, the earliest memories of me being a, a Chiefs fan and having some documented record of it. So, all this to say, I'm not a bandwagoner fan. I did not become a fan when Patrick Mahomes went there. I mean, I was already a fan. I was stoked, uh, but not a bandwagoner fan. And, and uh, have definitely gone through my fair share of heartbreak with him to justify being a fan now. So, I, I think I like to think I earned it. And my dad definitely earned it. He became a fan in Super Bowl four. And he was like, let's see what year that was. I'm going to look it up quick. Super Bowl four. The Chiefs played the Vikings. They beat them in 1970. That's, that's right. Yeah, 1970. I guess that's when my dad became a real fan of them. So. He waited 50 years for them to win the Super Bowl. I only had to wait 24, 25. So I had, it, I had it easy with that side of it. But I'm super excited for football season. I mean, you didn't hear me talk about it a lot on here. I just had my fantasy draft, I think, a week ago. So trying to win that, trying to win that league. But it's pretty much Sundays. I'm going to be glued to the couch watching football. Really nothing else on the schedule for Sundays for the most part. I've got six months of it. i got to make every month count because the six months it's not happening sucks. Um, other than that guys not too much going on especially going into the holidays trying to take it easy trying to record this trying to get some other content out just trying to go through my day-to-day but nothing else with the uh whole life side of things but i'm looking forward to kind of diving into that more as life gets a little bit more uh, hectic after the holiday season holiday season after this weekend um and then going into the holiday season in a couple months, I'm sure life will be very hectic through that time. I'm moving at that point. So we'll see. I'll have a bunch of content coming out. You'll know, have a little bit to share for all of it. But so let's dive into the actual topic, the finance topic for today. I'm bringing it up right now. And what I'm going to go through right now is cryptocurrencies. And I'm sure you've heard of them. If you've never heard of them in the past six months, I almost guarantee you have. Um, and it's pretty much I'm going to go over what they are now and then what they can possibly be in the future. And so there's a lot that goes into this, and I definitely think you guys should do your own research when it comes to this. But I'm going to go over the kind of conversations around it being a currency, around it being a storage of value. I'm going to go through what kind of what companies are adopting, specifically Bitcoin, and what their reason for doing so is, and what that kind of means for Bitcoin going forward, and then just potential overall use going forward on what it might turn into. Not in any particular order. I'm actually going to start with the company side of things. But I think it's a super interesting topic. I'm not sure how much you guys have done your research. Again, you should definitely look into it if you haven't. Do your own research. But, man, it is exciting. It's exciting as an entire, I guess, topic and and field to, to look into and see how fast everything's changing. I mean... Five years ago, no one's ever heard of Bitcoin, or you if you heard of it, you're very early to it. And fast forward the clock, and companies are adopting it as form of payment, and companies are, not companies, countries are making it their official currency, granted not major countries, but countries nonetheless. And so everything's changing so rapidly, what does that mean with blockchain, and what does that do going forward? And so that's a big question. And I, I genuinely believe that blockchain is going to play a major part in our lives at some point. I think it's too advanced as technology for us to kind of comprehend and, and use effectively right now. 
but I just think it's coming. It's going to be synonymous with how we saw the internet where people were thinking, who would ever use the internet? Why even use it? It's slow. It doesn't work. And then you have the crash in 99 because of all the internet companies and people just write it off and they hate it. And then it's how we run our lives now. And I think blockchain is going to be a similar thing. It's going to work hand in hand with the internet. And it just makes things so much easier. Like the transfer of money is so much easier through blockchain technologies. Um, the traceability of transactions and the security of transactions is so much easier. The speed at which processing happens, like transferring your money from country to country gets way quicker when blockchain's involved if you're doing it through blockchain in the future. And once we have it regulated and we're able to use it in a legal manner, it's so much easier than the traditional banking setup now. And you're seeing companies see that and you're, you're seeing companies take a step towards that. And specifically the companies I'm talking about and one you've all heard of the second one you might've heard of most likely. Um, but the first one being Tesla, I think they're like kind of like the poster boy for all this. The second one being square who's the CEO is Jack Dorsey, the same guy who runs Twitter. Um, but Tesla specifically, let's jump into them. A data, go back a couple months and Tesla says they're going to, use and accept Bitcoin as currency. And when they did that, because they made that announcement, they bought into Bitcoin. They they had a very large holding in it. And they needed to show that as kind of proof of their idea that we're supporting it and we're also going to use it. And we're going to have that on our balance sheet because we believe in this going forward. And so the idea was, and for this is a hypothetical, but say one Tesla is $50,000. And at the time, Bitcoin's worth $50,000. Instead of them writing, instead of you writing a check, giving a loan, whatever it may be, if you have one Bitcoin, you just say, transfer the Bitcoin, here you go, that's my payment. I'll take my Tesla now. We're done here, see you later. That's the idea of it. It's obviously using it as a currency just like anything else. The issue with that, and I'll jump in, so I'm going to combine the Tesla conversation and crypto as a currency conversation right now, is that when you do that, they now own the Bitcoin and we know, and I do your own research on how Bitcoin moves and what Bitcoin does, but it could be worth more than that in a couple of weeks and it could be worth less than that in a couple of weeks. We know with the dollar, when you use that as a currency, if you said I have $50,000, here it is, write a check, give them cash, whatever it may be, you know, in two weeks, a month, two years, whatever the time frame is that that $50,000 is $50,000. Now you can get in the conversation of inflation. I'm going to keep that out of this for now as far as buying power goes. But the idea being 50 grand is 50 grand. That's not changing. The one Bitcoin you give them, if you decide to use Bitcoin as a currency and why I don't think it's there yet is because if I give them one Bitcoin that's worth 50 grand in two years, nobody knows what it's going to be worth at all. You could have grossly overpaid for your Tesla or you could have grossly underpaid for your Tesla and nobody knows. They don't know. We don't know. You don't know. And it's just it's a good risk. Like buying a buying it at that point is potentially a risk for you. Uh, but it's not when you use just normal currency, just normal dollars. And so I think there's a lot to go with Bitcoin and other cryptos to use them as a currency um, to at least have that peace of mind that you're not going to regret this decision going forward. Um, I think that's the big hurdle to get over there. But so what Tesla did is they said, we're going to accept that as a currency. They pretty much waited like the Bitcoin, like they waited two months, not even, I don't know. 
Um, and then they turned around and Elon Musk said, we're not going to accept that as a currency anymore. And so what they cited as their reasoning was because the amount of energy to mine Bitcoin is incredibly high. And when you're an electric car company and one of your missions is to use clean energy and continue to use clean energy and help the earth in that aspect, you cannot accept the currency that takes a whole lot of energy to use. So what Elon Musk and their team did, and he did hint at it in July sometime where they might accept it as a currency going forward. And he said, the reason we were going to do so now is because we did our due diligence research and we found out that more clean energy is being used to mine Bitcoin than we thought. And so that's promising. I don't know who we talked to. I don't know what kind of data they had. This is all pretty brand new. Who knows what the numbers are, but if the numbers are there and it's all clean energy, they're going to accept it as a crypt, as a currency again, specifically Bitcoin. They didn't mention any of the current cryptos, at least as of right now. So that's their kind of main idea around that and using it as a currency, but why I think it, it for right now, and I'm not saying in the future, it's not different for right now. It's just something where if I have 50 grand cash or I have one Bitcoin that's worth 50 grand, I'm probably going to lean towards just the cash because I don't want to regret the decision in, in the future. But I don't know. I mean, if you have 50 grand cash, I mean, you're doing all right for yourself. So you're going you're to be okay. But so the other company that's using cryptos as a kind of a platform for them to bring themselves to the front of the, the line here and really show themselves as innovators and they're not using it as a currency is Square. And so what Square started with is they started as a company that help small businesses get transactions through and helps them with their back end, I guess, services where they can help smaller companies operate effectively and efficiently going forward. And so Jack Dorsey, their CEO, is a major believer in cryptocurrencies, major believer in Bitcoin. And because of this, Square is kind of poised where they have the Cash App. If you guys use that, it's like a Venmo. App. It's like a Venmo app. If you don't use um, Cash App, you use Venmo. It's a very similar product. You just transfer money between friends. And so, what you can do in the Cash App is you can go buy Bitcoin on there and and have it as an investment there through the Cash App. And his idea being going forward is he knows that that. One, not everyone has access to the cash app. So what they want to do is create a wallet for it where if you have Bitcoin, you can store it in that wallet. And now the wallet isn't even a not, it's not a product that's online. It's pretty much just like any other object. If you were watching the podcast, I held up a mouse. It doesn't look like a mouse, but my idea being it is physical object. It's not anything tied to the internet and therefore it has more security to it. You can't get hacked unless someone knows your pin or your passcode to get into it. So that's their main idea with with what they're going to do going forward. Now, Square especially, I would keep an eye on them going forward with regards to what their role is inside the cryptocurrency space. I think there's a lot to come from Square. I think they have some really cool ideas with regards to cryptocurrencies and how they want to use them and leverage them in their business. Um, I just think it's still a new like, idea in its infancy for the most part, and they're trying to work through those waters. It's exciting that they are. It definitely is exciting, but I think they have a long way to go before they're really a player in that space with some major moving power 
but I think it, it might come. It might come for Square, which is cool. And then, so the other conversation I have, and it's kind of tied to the currency conversation around cryptos, and what I want to talk about is if you hear about crypto as a currency, you're definitely going to hear it as, especially Bitcoin, a storage of value. And the reason I don't love that conversation is because the, your traditional storage of values is a dollar, gold, and other, other metals. And Bitcoin just does not act like them. And I, I, again, cannot stress enough, and I will say it multiple times throughout this podcast, to do your own research on Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. But Bitcoin especially does not act like your traditional storage of value. Meaning if I have a dollar, if I have a bar of gold, it's similar to the currency issue where in two weeks, I pretty much know what that is worth. With Bitcoin in two weeks, I do not know what that is worth. And that's because the technology is new and the product's new. I'm calling it, it's practically a product. The technology is new around it. It's exciting, but we don't really know where it's going. Um, And same with blockchain. It's super exciting. And we just don't know the future use cases for it yet or how it's going to pan out in the society. And so there's there's a long way to go. But that's why these conversations around it being a currency and storage of value right now, I think, are very, very premature. I think down the line, if they can figure a few things out with it, if we can get some regulation around it, sure, maybe that kind of falls into those buckets. But for right now, I just don't see it. Um, And that's not, again, that's not to say it won't change. Companies like Tesla and Square being involved in it are really important. I think more company adoption going forward is going to show it as a legitimate tool to use. But as of right now, it's still something that's so new. Anytime it's a cutting edge of technology, it's hard to wrap your mind around if you're an everyday person, how it's hard to wrap your mind around it if you're in the space. I think they're still figuring a lot of things out. And that's exciting. It's just too soon to kind of be having those conversations now and i could come on here a year from now i can come on here two years from now i can come on here a month from now and i could have a totally different conversation with you about these things but for right now as we speak september 2021 i just think those conversations around being a currency and storage value are just a little bit premature but i'm still super excited to see where it goes and so the other reason it's kind of premature is you hear about it in the news if you watch like the financial media you hear about it all the time no one knows what's going to happen with it we don't know where it's going and a lot of it's because the overall adoption of cryptocurrencies as a whole just isn't really there yet i think there's a lot of room to run with i think we have a lot of younger people using cryptocurrencies and being much more okay with the whole blockchain idea and jumping into that and seeing where it goes. And we've seen that with NFTs and we've seen that with the cryptos now. Um, if you don't know what an NFT is, we're going to get into that at some point in the future because they are, in, in my opinion, exciting but wild. But I'll save that for another time. But the idea being that the overall adoption of these is not very its not very prominent yet. No matter how much you see in the news. And now is it way more than it was 10 years ago? <laughs> yes. Blows out of the water. Even five years ago, the adoption of it now blows that out of the water. And so I think we're going to still see that accelerated time frame where we're seeing more people use it. I just think five years from now, we have a different conversation. But for right now, as we speak, the overall adoption of cryptos and blockchain isn't quite there yet to the point where we can have these actual conversations um, and you can use it as a currency and feel good or you can use it as a storage of value and feel good. And I, I just think it's it's something that needs to get there. And in five years, I don't even know if Bitcoin and Ethereum and the other 
cryptocurrencies are even a part of the conversation because um, there's countries coming up are going to come up with their own cryptocurrencies, their own internet-based currency. And so there's going to be a lot of competition going forward. Now, the names you hear the most right now, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and those others, yes. And you're going to continue to hear those probably forever. But we don't know what's going to happen with it. We don't know if it's still going to be the main crypto that everyone talks about or if something else is going to take its place or if each country is going to have their own. And that's what you use inside that country. We have no idea. But the technology there, and I've said it a million times, it's cool. And it's really exciting stuff to see. Um, and I've kind of gone through anything, everything I kind of had for it. The other side of it, and this is more so on the Ethereum, but even like outside the storage of value and, and currency side is the idea that you could have smart contracts and use blockchain in order to do so. And so what that is, the smart contract is, it's pretty much the payment is withheld until... Okay. Sorry, guys. This might be a little choppy. It's had some camera issues. It cut off and stopped recording for whatever reason. Um, but back to the conversation I was having on smart contracts, and this will kind of wrap that up in the whole idea around uh, blockchain and cryptocurrencies. But these are cool because, so say you have a contract to do pretty much whatever. Someone's coming to your house to do some work for you. And it's all internet-based or whatever it may be. The contract itself and the money is not exchanged until both parties acknowledge that the service has been completed and done. And then it's through blockchain, it's completely traceable, and then the currency or whatever it is is exchanged and the contract is completed. And so there's a long way for those to go, but I think as far as easeability in the legal sense with smart contracts, I think going forward that has another big role to play. But compared to the other things in crypto, that's not really... That's last thing on my mind. I want to see where everything else goes that we talked about, like the company adoption, crypto as a currency, the value, the storage of value conversation, and and see where that goes first. And then everything else will come through. But yeah, guys, kind of wrap this up. I hope everyone has a good holiday weekend. Again, I apologize for the choppiness and some camera issues, but I think it's going to be all right. I can just edit through it or I think it was pretty seamless, but we should be fine either way. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate you guys listening to the, uh, the podcast here. If you're a fan, leave a review, give it a like, share with a friend, share with a family member or whatever it may be. But I'm just excited to be, uh, recording these and making these for you guys and keep an eye out for the new content. I'm super excited to get out, get that out to you guys too. So until next time, guys, stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll see ya. Securities offered through Securities America Inc. member FINRA slash SIPC advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors Inc. Wealth Management Services and Securities America are separate entities. The opinions and forecasts expressed are those of the author and may not actually come to pass. This information is subject to change at any time based on market and other conditions and should not be construed as a recommendation of any specific security or investment plan. Past performance does not guarantee future results.